Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Boom, we're on. And today's guest, we've got Emily Black. Emily, Hi. how are you? Sorry, my hands are cold. That's okay. Good to see you. Yes, good to see you too. Content creator. Yes. OnlyFans. Yes. OnlyFans is the main one. OnlyFans is the main one. Very popular on TikTok, nearly 2 million followers. Thank you. And yeah. Instagram. Yeah. So you know what, your videos, your videos are funny. Thank um, you. But before we get into all the madness, yeah. I always like to go back to the start of my guests, mm-hmm. where you grew up, how it all began. Uh, So I grew up in... um. In like the the centre of England, like in Derbyshire. So like in a little like village, like farm town kind of thing. Um, and I always like wanted to not do a nine to five. Nine to five has never been for me. I just, it just, I don't understand how anyone could want to work from Monday to Friday. And the only thing they look forward to is the weekend. And then just to do it all again, it just seems like depressing. Um, and then... Yeah, when I was 18, I went to uni and I had absolutely no money. I was in loads of debt and my friend was posting a Chinese every night. And I was like, I don't understand how you make that. Like, how can you afford a Chinese every night? It's like a luxury. And then um, she told me she was a stripper. So I was like, I was freshly 18. I was like, sign me up. I'll go and do it. And I actually had a boyfriend at the time. And he was like, no, you'll be so good. Like, this will be so good for your confidence. I was like, okay. And I went there. And I was really good, right? And um, yeah, and then I stopped that, went into camming for a bit and then OnlyFans. That's the summed up, but- mm-hmm. How were you at school? I was at school. My mum was actually my teacher, so I was quite good. I moved from one school because I was bullied. I was really ugly. I was so ugly. Like, I think I probably would have bullied me too. Um, but yeah, I- I, I was fine. Like, I tried really hard. I got good grades. Um, and then... How bad was a billion? It wasn't... It wasn't... Awful. 
I don't I think other people had it worse but like it was bad enough that like I moved schools even though your mum was a teacher so I moved to the school where my mum was a teacher did that make things harder no I actually made it so much easier because I've always been quite introverted so I like lunch times and stuff I'd just go in and have a cup of tea with her I was proper like loner yeah well I had like a little group of friends but we were all just like the strange people rather than like the popular ones it was mum and dad or they they split up when I was like four I think and I had a stepdad um and I think my dad cheated on my mum to be fair because after my stepmom died she like my dad gave me all of her stuff and there was a diary I don't I don't know if that's like really bad but I read it and um yeah it was all about like their relationship and I was like you were with my mum then but yeah so how see when you go through the bullying and stuff mm. and then the dad because it's it's a weird connection with the porn stars I've interviewed and all the yeah only fans get there is that daddy can you understand the daddy yeah. connection like is that a thing do you see that I don't know if I play on it a little bit mm -hmm. to be honest um I feel like I'm quite a well-rounded person but there there obviously is some depth of uh not having the bucket filled in the right places do you know what I mean? I know that that's a really bad yeah. metaphor, but like, obviously the, I think every single one of the males in my life were like not a good influence. Why do you think that is? Uh, I don't know. I think my stepdad is now, but I had two brothers who are older than me, and they were they were not very good. Like Joe and people say they have big brothers, and it's like, oh, I won't mess with you then. Like mm. ugh, my big brothers were. They, they were not it. Like, they could not do anything. And, um, and yeah, like, every every other man, I feel, has just, like, let me down in some way. How does that affect you now? Um, I don't know. I think it definitely does affect the way I perceive men and work. I, I actually went through, like, a really difficult phase of thinking I actually started therapy a few years ago because I, I thought is the whole reason that I do this job because I'm like so messed up that I think that it's morally okay and it's not and I shouldn't actually want any of this and like it's not empowering and like I went through this whole massive thing and then I kind of like talked myself out of it and became okay with it again because I was like no like I am proud of myself but I think the initial fear of that was was there what was the main reason why you went to therapy um it was it was actually because uh at the start of lockdown um basically my family's like best friends family like so m my family and this other family were like best friends we grew up together um they were like someone in their family sexually assaulted me from the time I was like seven years old for like 10 years and um they yeah <laughs> someone in their family basically just asked me outright and was like oh 
I found this like what's what's that about and I was like and obviously I'd not spoke to anyone about it for the whole of my life and um yeah so that's the reason I started going because just out of this blue this thing that I've been holding inside since I was like seven just randomly <laughs> came out who was that uh it was a family friend and it's for seven years old how long did that last 10 years yeah did you suppress all that hide from it yeah i i just completely ignored it and we, i was like still friends with them because in my head i was like i was like oh well if i say anything no one's gonna believe me and uh i actually i had stockholm syndrome for quite a while so I just, I was just like, no, he just loves me. Like, this is just normal. And Joanne, like you're a kid and everyone goes, oh, I like your childhood sweethearts. It almost like encourages you that that behavior is normal, even though they don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Um, and yeah, it just got worse, I guess. Until yeah. I got to a point, I just don't. Were you being groomed? Yeah. How old was he? He was a few years older. Um, I think he was four years older than me. Start a fucking pedophile. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure his um his taste hasn't changed. So I think as I think I'd actually be too old for him now. Like even though he's with age at the same time, I think he would still look at what mines. sort of stuff was he doing? Oh, like the full mile. Yeah. From seven. Yeah, yeah. And nobody knew. Mm, no, no one knew. No, no one kind, no family members. I mom. actually, I actually told my mum one time, but like she, um, she just went. Oh, I can't even remember what she said, but I think she just blew it off because she thought, oh, kids say funny things. Do you know what I mean? You don't like if your kid says that to you, like you take it seriously, but you don't expect them to even know what it is. I hadn't even had my sex education lesson yet. And you get your first one in year two. Like, I just, it just wasn't a thing in my head. Do you hold anything against your mum for that? I was angry at her for a, a long time, but I have a really good relationship with my mum, so. Because I had a woman called Dela Wright, amazing woman, six years old, she was getting sexually abused. Mm. This guy was babysitting. And again, it's that, whether it's the Stockholm syndrome or the grooming, yeah, she used to tell it dance around all that shit, and, and the telltale signs were there. But the mum and dad was non-existent. Yeah, but my daughter's never, she never has sleepovers. I'm very protective, man, because I've spoke to enough people to know how fucking dark it is out there. And I would not let my kids. And that's a scary thing, man. Yeah. Like, so how do you get through that then? Like, has he ever been charged? Or is it just? I've never said it. Anyway, like even since, even since, uh, like since that came out so I've never been to police I can't get myself to go to the police like and um so I spent a while going I was still family friends with them and went because it was his mum who asked me and I was like I was like oh and I didn't know what to say I was in his house I'd completely put it to the back of my mind and I was in his house and his mum just, he was upstairs and his mum was like, I found this. And I was like, like, how did you find that? Because it was like messages from 2016 on an old Facebook account of him trying to message me and even like 
I don't want this. Stop it, please. And um, yeah, and I was like, no, you've been looking for something because like he's been accused of this before kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I, like I found it really difficult. This was in lockdown one, the first year of it, that this all came out again. And um, I was I was going back to a house every week or so, hadn't told anyone else. And I was just saying, I just want him to get help. I want him to go to a therapist. I like, I, I don't want to do anything. Like I'm, I, I think I was still scared that he wouldn't like me because like, I think that's how Stockholm syndrome works. And um, yeah, and then I kept asking to know how therapy was going just so that I could know that he was going because I was starting to have all these thoughts of, he's just like allowed out on the streets and he's going to do it to other girls and who he's going to do it to. And like, I had a party once and all my friends who are my age at the time were in year eight would all like come up to me and be like, Oh, he's just locked me in a bathroom. He's been really creepy with me. Like, who is he? And I was like, mm, I don't know. And, um, yeah, like it was just, it, I was having like a lot of like very intrusive thoughts about it. So I was like, okay, I can, I need, I need some answers. And, uh, they started ignoring me. I very much have grown up with these people since I was like, before I was born, it was, um, my mum was friends with them years before I was born. Like they went to school together. It was a really odd situation. They started ignoring me, started ignoring my family. And then nine months later, I sent a message to both of the parents and I was saying like, I just want to know what I did for you to uh, basically abandon me when I needed you. And they both blocked me. <laughs> yeah, it's bad, isn't it? What did the mum say when she found the messages? Um, was she concerned for you or was she trying to hide stuff for, to protect was, her son? She was concerned for me. But I think you're always going to protect your child first. And she was always like, I see you like a daughter. And I was like, okay. But she's grooming you. She's manipulating you. Because what he needs is a fucking bullet to the head. Like, there's no denying it. Like, if he's doing that to a seven-year-old yeah. kid, they're the worst kind of people on this mm -hmm. planet. There's no changing them. No. They need the fucking, they need the death penalty. They need uh -huh. exposed. Because if he's doing it to you, who else is he doing it to? Exactly. And that's the thing. Like, the whole, because for you to be abused at seven, be groomed and still mm. feel that, like you say, Stockholm Syndrome, does he love me? Does he not love you? Yeah. The seven? I know. They've not got any brain capacity to be thinking, even to yeah. my daughter's 12, they've not, I see them as a, as a baby. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's a hard thing to say, because like, I've, I've had plenty of survivors on who, I wouldn't say they blame themselves, but there's something in them where they still feel sorry for that person. Yeah. Do you still feel that connection? Like, would you put it all to the side if he was going to get help and just forgot about it? I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what I feel. I, th I don't think I've still, still numb fully... to it. Yeah, I think I, I've, it's still in the back of my mind and I just like make a joke about it and I just forget about it. But like, as it was going on, like I was in a very angry, like headspace because I just wanted, I felt like no one listened to me for 10 years, even when I was like constantly trying to tell people in my own little way. And um, yeah, I remember one time she was like, well, the only way that we're going to deal with, like that, with this is if you calm down and we act like adults. And I was like, but this is like 10 years of childhood he's took away from me. Like I can, I can be angry if I want to be. And like, I remember one time I went round and I said, 
um, this is before she spoke to him and it, he went to therapy. And I, I said, um, have you spoken to him? And she went, oh, I was going to, but he's, he's just got a girl that he really likes. And, and, you know, like, this is the happiest I've seen him in a while. I just can't bring myself to do it. And I was like, you're letting him see another girl. I was like, but you know what he's going to do? He's been accused of this before. You've had the police knock at your door. He's done this to another girl my age. Like, I know for a full fact, this is what he's like. Like, I don't understand why you're not listening. And I knew that she had found those messages because she, there, there was obviously something to happen for her to go on an old Facebook account to find messages from 2016. Like, that's just wrong. And, um, yeah, and when when she said, has this person, like, done anything to you? And I said, yeah. She went, oh, he's always had this problem. And I was like, well, if you know, like, why haven't you got him help or... With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com socks. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I don't know, locked him up or something. You no. can't fix that tendency. You can't no. fix that mindset. Like I said, death penalty. Yeah. Hand my kid dead. In Russia, hand my kid, life sentence. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. Australia. Can't take their passport, take their driving license. Here, if they abuse kids, they can change their fucking identity for 15 quid. It's awful it's so bad and they're just allowed out yeah it's just they, they don't want their right lives to be ruined mm -hmm. it's like why mm -hmm. like they've done it to themselves i took drugs for years like but it was my choice drug yeah dealers are doing 15 years 20 years yeah pedophiles are getting community service pedophiles are getting out and abusing more kids and still getting bailed yeah. once twice three times like nobody has to get abused no drug dealers people want drugs they they, they want yeah. the drugs so they go and look for it i don't agree with drug dealers and all that shit now mm -hmm. but it's just the laws here are fucking rotten. Yeah. So see when you started talking about that and nobody listens, do you ever think in your mind, how old are you now? I'm 22. So still very young, so still, mm. still very new. Yeah. Something you'll probably need to deal with for the rest of your life. But yeah. speaking out about it, yeah, going forward, I try to press charges, then give you the strength of what that does, it give other people the strength to come forward. Like, yeah. Is he having sex with you at seven years old, eight years old? Mm. See, that's fucking sick, man. Yeah. Do you I know, know what I mean? And I, I, was, I was saying this to the... Uh, to his mum and I was saying you know I like I did she know the full story yeah and I was saying like I, I think I need to go to the police about this and she went okay well that's if they believe you and I was like oh my god I was like no one's on my side like it was, it was just a really odd situation I think my mum was in denial about it for a long time um, until they blocked me and like she fully realised the extent of the situation because it's a really difficult thing to say to your parents um and then, yeah, I went home for the first time in a while the other day and my stepbrother had apparently been invited around to theirs for dinner. And I was like, 
I was like, in, in what world? Like, is that okay? Obviously he said no, but like, how on earth is it still in their head to do that? And it's like, I, yeah, it's still really weird. But like, so when I visit up there, I just go, oh, like I know where they live. I just, I drive past the house and then I'll be like, oh, I can't believe they've got a new car. Like, I can't believe they're just living as if it's just like a normal thing to them. It's just really odd. Do you find it more difficult now though, if you've done stripper, if you're doing OnlyFans, then you lose the credibility to try and speak out. Like you say, she'll call you a liar. Then you start doubting yourself and then the confidence gets lower. Yeah. Do you find it more difficult because of the industry you're in as well? Not necessarily, but I think if it got to a point where I went to court about it and I think their lawyer, if, well, they probably would have a lawyer. I think they would say, oh, look at what she does. Like that's, that's the whole reason. Like this isn't, like valid do you know what i mean mm -hmm. so i i do think it would i think it's part of the reason like i haven't done anything about it because i'm like would they take me seriously and also the last time it happened was like a good few years ago and like it, it isn't like a black and white case right it's not like you go oh i met this random man and he did this to me and then he just left me on the street like it's not like that it was like 10 years of we were still friends with them. Like it mm -hmm. was a family friend and like I've had the option to go to the police many times and I haven't. Like it's, it's a really complicated thing. It's difficult for anybody to come forward yeah. and speak because what if they don't believe me? What if, what if, what if you doubt yeah. yourself? It's easy just to forget it, but you can't forget yeah. it because the healing process is, admitting there was an issue there. Yeah. Sophie Anderson I had on Pornstar, I love her to bits, man. Mad as a box of frogs, like nutcase, but... Abused for 10 years old. Yeah. Selling herself for cigarettes and alcohol at 10 years old. Men abusing her. In her mind, she thinks it was normal. In her mind, she says, oh, but I enjoyed it. I let it happen. You don't because your brain's, your brain's not fully That's grown. That's what you're told is to normal. To understand that. You're being groomed. And I tried to say that on the podcast. And I don't think she understood it. I think she's been doing it for too long that she's... Mm. She just wants to forget about it. The yeah. porn and all the fucking sex that she does. And she says she slept with over 20,000 men. That's for me just a total escape for the girl. And, and you actually listen to her, man. She's such a good soul. Yeah. But you can see the, the, the brokenness. Yeah. When did you realise it was what was happening was wrong? Especially from a young age, if you've never been educated or don't know what's going yeah. on. Was there a, a time where you thought, this ain't right here? Um, I think it... it I think the guilt like always really got to me. I remember like in my head, it wasn't the R word. It was like, you know, we were just two people who loved each other and that's what he kept telling me. So I, I always just thought it was a normal thing, but the guilt that was there from like, from it happening, I was like, I shouldn't feel this bad. And I remember moving to my second house uh, my parents moved house when I was nine and I remember going there and looking at the house and going okay I'm allowed to lock on my door I'm not gonna let it happen here and like that I think that was like when I realized like it's not right and like I shouldn't have to think that as a nine-year-old for that to not happen and like yeah I I'm not sure I think it was just there was always something in my head that was like we shouldn't be doing this like this isn't this isn't okay but I wanted his approval that I did let it happen. How frequently would that happen? Oh, we we saw um we grew up together. Like my yeah. Like we would go home together every day after school. We would 
like we literally had our whole childhoods together our parents would like child mind all sets of kids if the other one was off so we would see each other every day if not every week how when did this end uh when i was 17 was the last time it happened still recently yeah so it's not as if like kid at 11 a kid at 12 or at 12 and 13 like it's, no it's okay but if there's a five-year gap between kids and that like it's not right no you know what i mean we've all been to schools when there's first year second year like it happens but it's a fucking baby it's a child six yeah. seven planting the seeds he's 11 12 like and it's not it's just wrong in so yeah. many fucking levels there was there was gaps like do you know if he had a girlfriend i would like would you get jealous no i would feel safe I, like if I, he had a girlfriend I would be like oh thank god like I could be in a room alone with him I know it's going to be fine and like it, it was like but as soon as I heard they'd broken up I was like oh, oh fuck like this is it again kind of thing and I knew that's when it was like a bit wrong because I was it felt like I was like searching for this validation but in the wrong way and I think that's when it got to me that I was like am I doing this for the wrong reasons and like now I do it in a way that I love it and I, I, I think I can find happiness outside of it. It isn't my whole being is not only fans and searching for this validation of men. I actually think it's like got to a point now where that validation to start with filled me up so much. I was like, oh, this is good. And then now it's like my standards are so much higher because like people are like paying to come on and say nice things to me like I don't need that from anyone what I need is someone who can actually bonus my life in a good way and like I feel a lot more stable in the way that I view men now and how I view men interacting with me and I feel a lot better for that but yeah for a good like year or so I really struggled how was it talking about it at therapy? Oh god, it was horrible. It was like I, like I, I still can't say like what it was. Do you know what I mean? Like I still can't say he did this to me. Like it because in my head I'm like I feel really guilty because I'm like I can't believe I'm accusing him of that. When it's like, well, he did it, but it's just a really odd, odd thing. So how's your trust issues then, like with men, especially in strip clubs, only fans, but. You know yourself, the seediness and the darkness with men, yeah. it's fucked. They're creepy cunts, man. Like, you've yeah. got to be honest. Like, no matter if they're getting a fix, whatever, it's still, it's still quite creepy. Like, yeah. Like, how do you then, what, how's your trust with men, women? Like, is it totally gone? Like, uh, you seem quite level-headed as well. It's not yeah. as if you're not here and you're completely fucking broken. But yeah. it's, how do you learn to trust? How do you build bridges with people? Do um, you find it hard? I've actually, I've, I was actually fine with trusting people and I feel like I put too much trust into people and like uh if someone came into my life and they were nice to me I'd be like oh my god have everything take whatever you want like I just want you to love me kind of thing whether it was a girl a friend a like a man whatever and I think especially recently that's kind of like gone to shit like I think everyone who I've had a friendship with like has because of my only fans obviously like you you have money and people know that i don't know if it's the money i don't think i don't know if it's me being like too nice but like it has kind of gone 
bad. Like everyone's kind of used in some way. Yeah, that's where the damage comes in. Yeah. Everybody's always constantly using you, want a piece yeah. of something. Just everybody's full of shit. Exactly. The best way to describe it is that we all talk shit. I talk yeah. shit, you talk shit. Like, we just kind of, like we spoke earlier, but like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. No. We just, what's it all about? Winging it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How long did you do the stripping for? Uh, only a few months. I was like freshly 18 and now it's like so fucked up to me. Like 18's a baby. I can't believe 18 year olds are allowed to do that. Like I was so young and I earned the most in the strip club that I was working in. Um, and I'm pretty sure it was because I was young and that's like disgusting to me. Um, but I don't quite know if the same things that I found empowering then are still empowering now. It's like, I don't think if OnlyFans went to shit tomorrow, I don't think I could ever go back to stripping. I don't think I could go back to coming because I don't think I could have men watching me that predatory like. Um, and I think in stripping, especially, I don't know what it's like in the US. I think it's a bit a bit better in the US because like you can you can dance on a pole, you'll get loads of money. In England, you get it purely from private dances. And um yeah, it was just very odd place to be when you're that young. I had quite a lot of jobs growing up. Like I always wanted to work. I always wanted money. I had three jobs when I was uh, 17 and a college. I was fine when I was working. But then when I was in uni and I stopped to be a stripper and then a camera, I think it was just a really odd place to be because then you, you've seen as an 18 year old, your body can get you money. Like you you can like, you have something as a woman that men will look at and give you money for. And you've also seen how easy it is to make money. So then from that, I literally, like I had a boyfriend at the time and I was like, well, I can't, I can't go back. Like I need to do something to, to make this much money or more money. Did you lose yourself? I don't think I did then. I was like, I was very smart. As soon as I earned my first like 10K, I got a financial advisor. I put money for a pension. Like I I bought a house outright. Like I, I had I had like a, a, a normal car. Like I, it was fine. Um, and I, I just had like, had like a nice little normal life. Like it was just like, it, it was it was like a very simple life and because I didn't grow up like mega rich I grew up comfortable we never went without anything but it wasn't like we had loads of money to spare um I always had it in my head that I couldn't afford things so like I'd be like oh I'm gonna cook I can't afford a Chinese right but like I did have money and then I think it was so I only moved to Essex in May last year and um I moved into a seven bed house by myself. And I think this year is just like done me in a bit because I was like, what? like, I would be so much happier living in my tiny little house up north in a council estate than I am now. Just because when you have nothing to work towards, when you have nothing that is, uh, when you can't find contentment in everyday life like that's when you do lose yourself it's funny then why do we do it then yeah i don't she feels as if getting the big house or, or 
whatever it is you feel as if that's to try and heal the broken pieces it was it was actually to move closer to someone that i was working with male or female uh female and then that went to shit as well and then i was just kind of there i didn't have i didn't know anyone i in this job you work from home and it's quite lonely like you you don't go out you just you sit in your house like it's quite it's a nice job and it's like fairly easy don't get me wrong but like you does it's not like you go to work and you meet people and you make friends like everyone in this industry i bet as you've met it's like a little bit fake so you can meet someone you can be your best friend you go home they'll never speak to you again like it's just a bit odd what I've gathered is it must damage you mentally somewhere. Yeah. Now we can all portray it and oh, I'm I'm a businesswoman, I'm a businessman, I'm doing this. Yeah. Even the male porn stars, their heads are gone. Yeah. And, uh, I've got a couple of good friends, man. One does the gay porn, he says he's straight. He's also a, a bare knuckle world champion. Like, I'm never going to yeah. disagree with him, man, because they can fucking scrap, but it's just, it, it must do something yeah. to your psyche, no matter what it is. Like, even all the drugs I think and drink it must do something to your brain it's a, yeah. a total escape for reality I, what life is i just don't know but see when you started making money in that did you ever feel have you ever are you ever ha happy your videos you seem happy but when the, the cameras are off do mm. you, are you happy um i was happier a year ago like living back up north and like in a little house and like surrounded by the good people like who i've been friends with since before I had money. I think since I moved, it's it's mainly friends that I have now because like since I've met doing what I do. And then when you start a friendship or a relationship like that, it's that that is already set there. They don't know you before you've had money. They don't care about you before you've had money. Um, but I think it 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 does damage you in some way. I don't know what way that is. I'll probably find out when I'm 50, but like I don't think it's the most sane job to be in but then surely it's damaging in some way to do the same thing every week through and through until you're 54 and you're not allowed to quit because you've not got enough in your pension yet do you know what i mean mm -hmm. do you ever get scared you get caught up in it though yeah but i think i'm mm, i'm i'm fairly good at like understanding when i need to take a break and when i need to take a step back and like ground myself a bit and i i am quite good at doing that but i think um i think it does get to a point where like it all gets so addicting that it's like i don't know like you're you'll see the money that you make and you're like oh that's really bad need to make more and then you'll push your boundaries a little bit to make more and then you'll make more and you'll be like okay well we've done that now like we know we can do that so we need to do it again and then if it goes below that it's like almost your your value is linked to the money you're worth mm -hmm. so i think that's quite damaging that's like, as people value people and how many followers they have yeah i know people with not got social media on the best people on the planet yeah exactly i know people with five million followers and they're fucking absolute wankers do you know i have dated people in the public eye right i vowed never to date someone who has a social media presence ever again because they're not saying they're not normal like they think that they're, they're like god or something yeah it's so fake man like yeah all of the people that i've met like youtubers like everyone wants to be in the youtube industry it's really odd industry to be in like the people are just a bit <laughs> odd <laughs>
They are. Yeah. It's anybody with social media, you, you kind of got to be psychotic to be on it. Yeah. You don't know the damage that phones are going to do to us in 10 years. We're the guinea pigs. Yeah. That says they used to do adverts with doctors smoking 50 years ago saying it was good for you. Literally. Because I can see my pinky and stuff bending down with holding my I phone. Know. And it's just that the, the, the technology and information that your brain's yeah. absorbing, our brain spans are, are smaller than a goldfish now that we're not yeah. concentrating <laughs> I, long enough. I even find it like, even if I walk downstairs to go and get something and walk back up, I'll take my phone and then be like, why the fuck have I taken that? Yeah. It's really odd. And it's like, I, especially recently, have got into a, a situation where i like, okay, I'm not happy at the moment. I need to just put my phone to the side for a few hours and do what I enjoy. And then the anxiety about leaving my phone, because if I open my phone and I get back and there's something bad in it, in my head, it's almost like I've done this thing that I enjoy. So there's something bad that's gone on on my phone that... I've got a bad message that something's happened or whatever. And it's like, it's really odd little like mindset to be in. It's like your phone controls your whole life. Yeah, it does. Mm. As well, life, like, I used to go to the, the the marches in London for people with all the lockdown shit and everything yeah. was going on. And I used to look around, the people used to be the bores or be free and open your mind. But they're smoking joints, they're drinking, they're recording on a phone. Yeah. They're so far from free. It's unbelievable. Trying to yeah. stop going. So what's your relationship with your dad like now? Did, once he broke up, did he just disappear? No. So um, we actually, we lived in a community house for a little bit. So me, him and my brother all shared a bed and a room for like a few years. Um, he moved in. He found my stepmom. My stepmom lived there too. And there was like 14 people in this house and it was fantastic. It was actually the best time ever. Um, and then they bought a house and we moved in and it was, it was nice. Like he was, he was a good dad. I think it was, it was only when my stepmom got cancer that, that he stopped being as nice. He was always a bit of a dickhead, but like he was, he was like fairly good. How what did your stepmom passed away? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. She she um. Were you close? Yeah, yeah. We were really close. Um. Feel protected with her, safe. Yeah, yeah. She was. She was. She never had kids, so we were her kids. Um. And she. Uh. Yeah, she got cancer when I was fourteen, I think, and um, maybe I was thirteen. And she was actually okay for a little bit. Um, but we just kept coming home. My dad would pick me up from school and we'd get home and she would like be on the floor. She would have fainted or, um, yeah, she she was quite poorly. Um, and like there was a few times she like passed out because she had a brain tumor. So there's a few times she passed out in like really unfortunate circumstances, like, you know, into a pond or something and nearly drowned. But she, she was fine. She had a like brain surgery and then um yeah she came came home for a while i um i left because my dad was like he was just not happy me and my dad were not getting along it was the time period where as a girl you start forming opinions and men apparently don't like that. So I I got to the point where I had to leave. Um, my stepmom as well, she was on chemo and radiation. So I don't know if you've ever known anyone. Yeah, my dad passed away with leukemia. Uh, they, they get quite, not mean, but like their temper is like very short when you, they're not going to be happy. Yeah, right? they're dying. 
They feel as if anybody on their deathbed always know they could have gave more. Exactly. My dad was dying, but I should have been the man. I should have been the one who took the reins and made sure everything was okay. Instead, I went the other way. I went angry. I filled myself with drink, drugs and violence because I was angry at not showing my yeah. dad that, that, how successful I could have been. He always seen that I had something. Yeah. So when he goes and he sees your worst, your kid, your worst before they die, that also plays in your mind. So yeah. when they're, they're going to be angry as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's such a difficult thing getting told that three months or six months and no matter how tumours start or cancer start, we can yeah. go around the conspiracy route and shit as well with that. But did you, did that affect you with seeing yeah. somebody you loved going through everything you've been through for the last seven years as well? That yeah. Did you ever tell her what was going on? No, never told anyone. I, like I, I was very close to my mum like mm -hmm. most of all and i never told her it's like i felt embarrassed like even when i told them after it came out i was like mm. um but yeah so i i actually ended up moving out i left me and my dad had a really big argument and i just moved out i went to my mum's, and um yeah i didn't really speak to her again because i don't know if this is true but i've been told that my dad told her not to speak to me i i don't know what's true and what isn't i don't want to accuse them of something that isn't true but then um my family all came over from america and they like we were gonna go for like a carvery and um i was gonna go with my brother and it would have been the first time i saw my dad in a while and they um he like he called up and he was like oh, i'm really excited to see her like we've, it's been so long and um he went oh who invited her and i said oh my cousin and he was like he was like oh so he invited you, like, it wasn't from my invitation that you came. And I was like, oh, I didn't know you invited me. And he just flipped and he was like, well, none of them want anything to do with you. Like, do you have no rights to see your family? Then like, not on a side that you speak to anymore. I was really odd about it. And then told us the wrong address. So we turned up at the wrong address and then turned up there. And then he came out and was like, oh, it's so nice to see you. Like, I'm so happy you're here. And I was like, is really confusing and that was actually the last time I saw my stepmom. and then she was in a coma for three months so she I didn't find out what happened after um yeah until after and the day I found out my boyfriend actually cheated on me as well it was a horrific time so he called me up and he was like hey how are you and I was like I've not spoken to his man in like a year and I was like good thanks how are you and you went yeah good oh actually no I'm not um Susie's dead and I was like oh my god like it was just such a like a shock and I actually went to school the next day just like pretend it didn't happen and my friend who knew my family came up and was like oh my god I'm so sorry like I heard and then from then on I didn't go to school for like six months mm -hmm. so I was just like it's just it's a very odd thing but she um because she had a brain tumor she kept f fainting and she was smoking when my dad was asleep and she set herself on fire and then was in a coma for three months. She had to have like 50% skin grafts and um, yeah, her throat collapsed basically. Fuck's sake, so she had a brain tumour, fell asleep smoking and burnt herself as well? Yeah, yeah, it was really bad. But again, as a 14-year-old kid, your dad should be kicking you out. Did your dad, does he ever know what happened to you as a kid now? No, no idea. Um, Why was he so angry towards you? I think because I reminded him of my mum. I don't think he liked my mum very much and I really reminded. I'm very similar to my mum. We have a lot of opinions, very strong-headed. 
don't think some men like that. Yeah, but you need to be in this, this day and age. Exactly. Or, or else you would not have got through the shit that you've went through. Exactly, yeah. So how does OnlyFans are your biggest moneymaker? Yeah, yeah. So how does that start? How do you go from stripping well, and then to yeah. OnlyFans? Did... So when I was camming, obviously it was like an internet thing and a lot of cameras like have only OnlyFans on the side just so they can have a bit of an extra income. Mm. And um, I actually had some people contact me and they were like, we can make you the next big thing. And they did, to be fair. I mean, like, there was a lot of bad things that came with that, but they... Like what? They were very much like, we made you. We, like, we own you kind of vibe. Um, and I didn't realize, but when I was 20, I actually signed a contract that said, like, not only do I have to carry on doing what I'm doing, but if I stop... They can basically force me to carry on what I'm doing or pay as much as they think that I will earn to get out of the contract. Very odd. Yeah. So it was like kind Did of- Did you look at the contract before you signed that? I got someone to look over it as well, like a lawyer. And they were like, yeah, it's a bit of a shit contract, but like go for it. But I didn't realize I was tied in for like six years. It was very- very bad but i think that was just another thing where i thought oh my god this group of boys is like amazing and it was just another and it it seems to keep happening i'm I'm fully by myself now i don't have anyone helping me um just got a few really good friends um but yeah very gullible yeah i think very naive as well at the time i think i'm a lot better now but you're always looking for somebody to save you yeah a little bit probably probably the daddy issues yeah, but every time you just got to keep your guard up. Yeah. And that's the sad reality is every, yeah. like, I struggle with trust and rightly fucking so because every yeah. time I'm right anyway. So I just fly solo, do my own thing and nobody can get hurt. And yeah. I, I don't get hurt. Yeah. Simple as that. Like, it's not like be protective or oh, you've got to let people in. Fuck everybody else. Yeah. I'm 39, man. I don't need anybody else. I'm, I'm doing all right. Like, no, 100%. It's just, I've been through it. You're still fucking yeah. young, but you've been through enough now to go, okay, wait a minute, I need to question that. Yeah. Because everybody's nice. Everybody can come off and speak you off. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people come in and I think, ah, and then I remember. Yeah. Wait a minute. Like, and I think as well, you know, because I would never do it. Yeah. I just expect that they would never do it because why would they? <laughs> no, so nah, stupid. You can't think that way now because everything out there is numbers and money. Yeah. And That's I, all it is. It's such a weird position to be in at like 22 and like have what I have. And then, because I'm like, I am I feel like I'm also like over generous. So if someone goes, oh, I'm having a really hard time. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, here's loads of money. And it's just fucking stupid. Like, It's still nice to be nice. It's still nice to be generous. Mm. Because if somebody's going to fuck you over, then do you know what? That is what it is. But yeah. you've still got to keep your cards close to your chest. You've still got to play the game. Yeah, Life's just a game of chess. Yeah, How do you play the moves, man? You've got to, you've got to, you've got to be in control. I'm a control yeah. freak. Yeah, I, I'm I'm fully in control because I've, I know I've lived life long enough to know how to play the game. Yeah, that's all it is. A game, it's all bullshit. Like as yeah. long as you, and when everything the cameras are off and then you can still smile from time to time and enjoy yeah. the final things in life, then you're winning. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a seven bedroom gaff in Essex or a fucking tent in yeah the middle of England. Like you can be happy anywhere. Yeah, it's everything's to do with this. Like yeah. So see when you started OnlyFans, like when you talk about people wanting to say mm -hmm. we can make you this, make you that, like how's how did they take 50 percent, or how does it work did they take 20 percent? like yeah so uh, i've had i've had some people take 50 percent. i've had some people take 20 percent. yeah very like a, like a pimp not quite so like it's not 
it's more like strategy about this is like maybe how to do YouTube. This is how I would do like different social media so that we can bring people to OnlyFans. So it's, it's a bit different. So like a social media manager almost rather mm. than a pimp. Um, and like, I think another thing like with a pimp, they, it's usually they'll go, you work on this, like you do this. And yeah, like I don't do anything with any other like guys. Like I know some girls do stuff with like a bunch of guys. Like there's there's none of that. Um, so I, I wouldn't quite call it pimping, but I think some of the people got like too invested in like we own you kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, it, yeah, very, I think they get like almost this God complex from it. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah, pimp can be, it's not just somebody with a fur coat and it's got fucking girls standing at the street corner yeah. selling themselves. Pimps can be somebody working, McDonald's can be pimps. Some yeah. People working for minimum wage where they're making fucking billions each year. Like, yeah. There's levels of it for big corporations to anything from, there's just different levels of the pimp game in yeah. my eyes anyway. I've interviewed Andrew Tate and he says it as well that he's not, a, even though he's a small pimp compared to mm. some of the bigger companies who've got thousands of fucking workers earning yeah. minimum wage. You've got kids in India making night trainers, but they'll sell them here for 300, 400 quid. Yeah. Like, they're fucking the top pimps. Yeah. You know what I mean? But so how, when did you start trying to, because you're still fucking young, let's be honest. Like, you're still yeah. a baby, man. Like, how did, when did you start to understand that, wait a minute, I'm getting used here? If somebody comes in but and, and helps your career mm. and they've boosted it and they have genuinely helped it, by all means, they still deserve credit. Yeah. They still deserve a percentage. 100%. Sometimes what happens is people get too big for their boots and wait a minute, I don't need them anymore and cut them off. Yeah. So potentially you could have been the yeah. bad side because if they've helped you and says everything they're going to do, but yet you're thinking, no, because the pound signs, yeah. no matter if you're sitting here all innocent and sweet, yeah. we're still fucking greedy. Yeah, everyone's greedy. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Are. We always want more because if we don't earn enough, we think, oh, there's no delivery yeah. anymore. I need to work harder. So in that relationship, somebody's built you up as well. You've still got to be careful who's in the right or wrong. Yeah. It's your career, of course. You be all means you want to make as much as possible. Yeah. You've got boxers now who are making all the money. Yeah. Yeah, they only get 20%. Yeah. So did you, when did you realise, okay, I can make more myself? Um, It got to a point where uh, I think... I think management companies in general just get greedy. I think if they have one amazing situation, right? So like, I, you get it once in a blue moon, you can have, the OnlyFans is saturated with girls now. Every girl has gone, oh my God, it's okay to do that. Great, easy way to make money. And only one in 50 will be big, right? And it happened that I was one of them people who luckily got big very quickly. And um, and I think they then just went, oh, you want 50 girls? And they were getting like eight different girls on a week and they were all saying, you can work with Emily Black. You can do this, you can do that. And I was like, I want like, what does this give to me? Like, you're not, you're not putting me first anymore. I'm sorry. And um, they, yeah, it just got to a point where I was saying like, I want to do more. I want to do this. I want to do this. And they were like, if I said, I'm really not comfortable doing that, they would go, Mm, I really think you have to think about the implications of that then you're not going to make any money and like it just got to a point I didn't trust them it wasn't comfortable um and when you're saying to someone like maybe you want to change the direction 
like, and it's not supportive. I think it's all just a little bit, you start thinking you've not got my best interests at heart. Like you, you see the dollar signs, but I'm not earning as much as I could be. Like I'm not reaching my full potential and you're okay with that just because you're now getting it from how many other girls? Yeah, you're being used. They are yeah. pimps. Yeah. They are. When you yeah. break it all down, they're telling people what to do, yeah. what to wear. Scenes to, they're telling, they're calling the shots. They're not got your best interest no. for you to make more money. They're pretending to make you more money yeah. so they get the money. That's yeah. the way I see it. That's the way the business game works. It's all it's all scams. It's all yeah. bullshit. It's all lights. It's all manipulation. Yeah. Everything's bullshit. Exactly. Everybody's got podcasts now. Yeah. I look at podcasts they've all got my fucking, the majority of have all got my previous guests and that's all right something. Yeah. can be flattering. Yeah. Then it's just, you're thinking, look, in life, man, be who you want to be. Yeah. But fly solo, man. Like, be unique. Yeah. If you ain't going to be unique, you ain't going to fucking get anywhere because people exactly. see right through that. But if you're getting manipulated and going through all this shit, losing your stepmom, groomed as a fucking kid, your dad being a prick, mm -hmm. let's be honest, like, when you're still only 22, like, how does it then affect you with anything you're doing in life? Or can you actually just try and get on with it? I think a lot of the time I do just try and get on with it. But like, I think it's always going to be there. Um, I think like you can't ever like push it to the side or push it to the back of your head. Like it's, I think it's one of them things like you're absolutely fine. And then the one minute you're not, the whole world comes caving in. Do you know what I mean? And like, I'm, I think it was like in November, I had to have a month off because I was just like, I just can't. Like, I don't understand what's making me happy. I don't think I am content at the moment. I just need, I need to figure out what is like, me and like if what I'm doing on social media is what I want to be doing because in this day and age everyone is doing the same thing especially OnlyFans girls you look on YouTube everyone's doing a try and haul everyone's doing spin the wheel like you look on, spin the wheel so you spin the wheel there's like little forfeits on it and you're like you're like twerk or bounce or like you do something and you spin it you go oh bounce and you sit there and bounce it'll get hundreds of thousands of views but like is it what makes you enjoyable? And like with OnlyFans, right? The one thing that makes it big out of everything that makes people stay on there is if they go, oh my God, I'm in love with you. Like you as a person. It's like, yeah, fair enough if they go, oh, you're really fit. You look like you got good tits. They'll subscribe, but like, that's not gonna keep them on. That's not gonna make them fall in love with you. You've got to have like a whole persona where they like, they genuinely like you for them to want to subscribe and to stay there. And to be an actual follower, not just, I want to wank every now and then, right? It's still so, fucking creepy though, isn't it? Like, yeah. You think about all the porn sites, like 80% of stuff online in porn is abuse. Yeah. Has girls been abused? Yeah. Pornhub's putting fucking kids on. Like, that's a website that should be shut down. Like, mm. It's unbelievable the method of thinking and with the perverted mind. And listen, I've been a man. I've been a fucking bit of a boy back yeah. in the day. Like, I understood it. Yeah. But now I understand what I put in here, what can affect it, watching porn and stuff, it darkens it, amygdala, yeah. makes you depressed, that like all these men are struggling, and you've been the therapist 22, you've got, old, what's the oldest man that's on your OnlyFans? I don't know. How would you say the oldest man is that's on my OnlyFans? What? Oldest man that's on my OnlyFans? Um, late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you say when, if it's an old man on your yeah. OnlyFans, like, what kind of conversations get struck up? God, it can be anything from like, from, oh my God, 
I had this, I don't know if I can say it because it's probably going to watch it, but I had this guy who, like, basically messed me and he was like, you've, you've cheated on me. And I was like, I was like, what? And he was like, you've cheated on me. I can't believe you've done this. And I was like, I was like, hang on, hang on, what? And he was like, and I was like, oh, haha. And he was like, he was like, this isn't funny. Like, how are you going to explain this? And I was like, oh my God. I was like, fuck, like, this is bad. Like, we're not, we're, we're not together. Like, I can't be with you. And like, it's, it's also some people are like messaging me like, okay, so how much for a meetup? And I'm like, this is an online, like, no, just, that's not like, I'll be here to fulfill you, whatever needs you want. But like, there's, there's no crossover of boundaries. It's, it can be very odd. Um, but yeah but like then sometimes people be like so you won't sleep with me for a grand I'm like fuck like and I think it's got to the point as well someone could offer me anything and money doesn't have the same value anymore do you know when I was 18 I was so sad that I didn't sell my virginity right how fucked up is that because I heard that someone someone sold their virginity for three million I was like if I just did that, I would be fine. Now I'm like, if someone offered me three million to have sex with me, I'd be like, no, fuck off. Like, there's not enough money in the world. Money does nothing. Like, money gives you freedom, and I'm really lucky to have that freedom. And I'm in a really beneficial situation where I don't have to worry about money. But like, what does it give you? Like, what is it going to buy you that's actually going to make you happy? What's the most you've rejected? Oh. I don't even know. Probably not that much. Have you ever been offered to go to Dubai? Not for the, the port party situation. Nah, that I've never been How offered true? that. How true is that? All that shit and all the stuff that they do over there. Oh yeah, I believe that. 100%. Yeah, I've, I've, and people have told me, man, and and all these girls think they're big balling on their Instagram blue tick and they've <laughs> just been fucking shat on. <laughs> oh, the thing is as well, they don't just shit on you. Like they They beat you. They like they have such perverted like fetishes that they will like do whatever to you and then they'll be like, here's 20 grand, make it better. That could fuck you up for life. Like I oh, I think I think this is a whole thing. Like I don't at this point, I don't want to damage myself anymore. And if someone does the slightest thing wrong in my life, I'm like, you're out, bye. Like I don't want to know you anymore. And Yeah, you've got to protect yourself. Yeah, because What age did you join OnlyFans? Mm, 20 i think so still recently new yeah what was it like from what's the difference from only fans and webcamming um it's a lot safer um webcamming i got very addicted to the money very quickly uh so i knew if i was just sat there talking people would just send money for no reason like just just for you sat there you didn't have to be naked you didn't have to say anything like they'll just send you money and it was like it was it was nice and I would get to a point I would earn a grand a night and I would refuse to get off until I earn a grand like um yeah it was it was just like um I would I I think at one point I spent three months like eight hours a day 
without a break. I wouldn't see anyone. If I went to see someone, I'd be like, I can stop for a cup of tea, but I need to go home and work. And they're like, why? And I was like, shut up. Like, let me make money. Because it was the first time in my life I'd ever had like that amount of money. And I knew that it was possible to get that amount of money that I was like, life just got made so much easier. All them times where I was like, I think when I moved into the house that I was first coming in, I really had to work out, okay, if my friend drops out, I have to pay 10 grand for the whole year. I have to somehow make that work. And then I found out I could make that in 10 days. Like I was like, what the fuck? Like it's like a life hack, but it's, it is kind of damaging at the same time. So why is OnlyFans safer than webcams and not the same? Oh, I, um, I don't know how people do it, but they can like track your face or something i got like someone messaging me they could took a picture of my house right and they sent it to me and they were like i know you're inside and i was like what the fuck i was like sorry i also i had a boyfriend at one point and when we broke up um i had like someone text me being like just be very careful your ex-boyfriend is saying that um he will let people into your house for 20 pounds to just like do whatever to you. And I was like, I was, I was like, what the fuck? That's why I had to kind of move out of that town. Cause it was like so unsafe. Um, and with OnlyFans, one, you can do it from wherever. So I could put a picture up at home and people are like, oh my God, she's at home now. They don't know where I live. And then I'm actually here. Like, it's behind a barrier where you're not live. People can't see what you're doing right now, where you are right now. Like it's, it, it is a lot safer than, than camming and camming is a lot safer than stripping. So you've just been doing OnlyFans for over two years. See when you start building up the subscriptions, like, yeah. how's that feeling? Like, is that an, an excitement when the money's coming in or do you still feel, mm, it's not enough? Uh, it was, it was to start with, it was really exciting to start with. I got like really excited when I hit like 66 subs. I was like, oh my God, look, I'm famous. Like, what the hell? And then now it's um I don't I don't think anything from that side will like ever be enough. Like you're constantly chasing more. But I think like just what you were saying before we sat down, I was like, the power of now, like you have got to be present. Like as long as I invest wisely, then it's always going to be enough. Like you just have to find happiness in other places that aren't work to then see it as just a business. But I just think because it's such a personal business, like it's someone seeing you at your most vulnerable state, like that's what makes it so uh, personal. What's a normal day like on OnlyFans for you? What do you mean? Like, Is it planned when you wake up in the morning? Like, What's your daily routine like with it? um I so I have like a plan every day of what I'm doing on like all social media so like say one day I'll film loads of TikToks and then like post like three or four a day from then on out uh I've got my professional TikTok as well where I'll do the same thing on there um on OnlyFans it's like I have so you have like extra videos so they they sign up they pay a fee and then there's a certain amount of stuff on the wall that they can just see for free. They can message you for free. like, um, And then they can also buy more explicit content, right? And that's where like the more money is. And um, yeah, like 
so I tried to send out one of them a day. I don't necessarily film a new one of them every day, like maybe once a week. Um, and then that's basically it. A lot of it isn't planned. I'll, I'll maybe take like bulk content, so like a bunch of different lingeries. Sometimes I'll be out and traveling. I'll just take a few cute pictures and then like post them. Like it's like really like quite easy stuff. What sort of stuff? Is it different levels of people who subscribe? Like different things that they get videos no. stuff like that and it's all you who does it yourself yeah so there's no male female and all a lot of girls have sex with men sex with women they do fucking no. all the mad stuff no so how did you build up a successful only fans by just you um is that with tiktok youtube does all that stuff yeah help? yeah and uh yeah i just i kind of have to think Right, so when I very first started out, like a bunch of stuff got, like my auntie actually sent like a bunch of stuff to my stepdad. And I was like, ooh. So I've got to be really careful. I've got to think that's the worst case situation, right? What is, what would I die if they got to send it? So I just wouldn't do anything that would be like detrimental to myself in that situation. Everything else, I'm like, they know what I do. Like, it's fine. Like, the, they've seen the worst of it. It's all good now. So, like, um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know how I got successful just doing, like, solo stuff. There is stuff, like, with other girls on there, for example, but it's not, like, crazy shit. Like... Yeah, hardcore. Yeah, it's just, it's... Uh, it's like we'll be doing stuff but like next to each other or like do you know what i mean it's not it's not like we're full-on finger blasting each other or something some of them are fucking nuts on it i had a girl i had a couple of weeks ago only fans and she's got big tits and she's but they, they go full steam ahead yeah. man like yeah. there's no fucking about that i subscribe to a few girls because like it's really good to see what other people are doing like if your con content is getting like you know <laughs> like the same samey same hmm. and i've subscribed to a few girls and sometimes i'll see what they post and i'm like fuck like mm -hmm. you're bold but but they're doing it for the money this is what i'm saying where you can lose yourself then when mm. do you completely destroy your mental sanity for for money yeah do you know what i mean like how many men do you speak to a day oh i'd say i get a good few hundred messages a day that i'll just send and you have to reply yeah engagement's like really really good to have on there if you lose all your engagement people are going to stop interacting with you and that's where you keep people do you ever get anybody getting angry that you don't reply sometimes but i'll only not reply if something's being really weird like god I, you do get some odd people on there usually everyone's fine it's like really normal things or like they'll be like oh, i have this weird fetish like feet and it's like oh, that's a normal one that's fine yeah is that, why is the feet thing normalized now i have no idea but apparently i have nice feet so it's working for me it's going great what is that with the feet thing no I, I don't get it i don't know it's not something you look at and go ah nice feet apparently people do though and it's fucking weird and i don't think I mean, there's there's weird ones it, yeah there is a lot do you know i had someone i don't think they're gonna watch this i don't know what's okay and what's not but he was like he wanted a custom video and they're like the most expensive thing you can buy, right? Because it's a custom video. And he was like, can you please like take your retainers out? And I was like, yeah. like." And he was like, yeah, that's it. Just take your retainers out. I was like, 
okay, <laughs> sure thing. No, I've, I've literally got loads of pictures on my phone of me, like, take, like, with my retainers out and just put a slobber on it. How much did they pay for that? Uh, that one was $300 for one minute. 300 quid, are you pulling a retainer out? I need to get myself on OnlyFans, <laughs> fuck's sake. Because <laughs> I had, who was it I had on? Had the webcam business. <clears throat> yeah. And the girls, and the guy was paying her to eat jelly babies and pretend it was him, but keep the last jelly baby and pretend it, it, and yeah. it was sitting having a wank like it is. It is disturbed shit. I've, and who did I have on? It was Elbrook, actually. She was on and she was... People were pretending their brother and sister and that. Some incest shit. And the girl I had on a couple of weeks ago, she was, the guy was in like... A kid's room and that, like, there's some, there is some darkness there. Like, yeah, like, why do you think people are paying for OnlyFans? Like, if, it, if porn's free out there, like, what's the, what's such, the, what's the turn on about it? Obviously, it's the girl next door kind of thing. Yeah, like, I think, I, I think that's it. my whole vibe as well. Like, I think so. You've got to imagine, right? It's not, it's not the same as porn's free. Why don't you just go have a wank? It's a whole relationship to some people. Like, if you think, if you're the loneliest you've ever been and you get home and you can just go no one's excited to talk to me well like I am like you can sit and like message me and then you'll get a reply really quickly and I'm on constantly and I've just be sat there like typing away do you know what I mean and then not only that but you could have a sexual relationship with this person where they're sending you live videos where they're sexting you like and not only that right it's not just this random person. The whole thing about social media and doing OnlyFans is you kind of, you're like this celebrity in people's heads. Imagine you're like number one celebrity in your head, right? Say if, if your like mad crush is Megan Fox and Megan Fox makes an OnlyFans and you get to go on there and have a relationship with her and like speak to her every night and not only that but she wants you and like she's sending you videos of what she's doing it makes it a lot different to just oh, i'll go on porn hub and yeah. just have a wank like it's this it's this whole understandable yeah it, but it's fake isn't it you're not going to say that because they don't want to lose subscribers but my method i thinking obviously maybe 10 years ago Obviously, gold. I don't know what testosterone and that's dropped a bit, but I just the method of thinking and the seediness mm. and the perverted fucking ways, male and female. Yeah, like, there's everything, even with sex, is a sexual energy exchange. Like, yeah. I started looking into the soul and all that shit, and I go way deep to understand how can I improve? How is this semen retention? Like, it's all fucking weird shit that yeah. I look into, but there's something in it, the energy exchange, there's yeah. something in the connection. Like, even when I look at every porn star, their eyes it's their eyes I see yeah. them there's nothing really behind them if yeah. you know what I mean and and that's the scary thing that like, if you're only doing it solo but do you ever get scared that you could be tempted that you go listen there's five million quid it happens like if, I know you can shake your head but you've already came this far by doing what you've done yeah there's always temptation yeah, there no, okay 100%. I can retire but think before you know it but I think you're not I think the difference is if you'd have said that to me if you go five million quid on the table right now you film like a full-on sex tape with three guys and you do this, I'd have gone, fucking give it to me. <laughs> right? Now, I think it's got to a point where it's like, okay, I feel like I've gotten to like, where I'm doing incredibly well. If I saw myself a few years ago now, I would go, I can't believe I'm there. Like, that is mental. I was on like, 
what, 12 grand a year a few years ago. And like now I'm here and money has a different value in my head to what it did. It's not, if I just have money, it'll fix everything. The grass is never greener on the other side. Like the grass is green now and you need to like have that as it is. And you need to do things, you need to do things that actually empower you rather than just like thinking that if you just do that, you'll be happier. If you just do this, you'll be happier. Like you're not, you need to make yourself happy now. And if you're not happy now, either like something needs to change or you need to get yourself to a point where you are content because like the the money is, is never going to fix things. What's the worst thing you've seen doing OnlyFans? Oh God, what haven't I seen? Did you see that? He messaged me. <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <laughs> you got my phone. I can show you. Yeah, what happened? He found me off of your Instagram. Oh no! Yeah. So I bet he loves that I show this to everyone. I I did it on ITV as well. So what was that? What's the worst thing you've seen? So this is, might not be the worst thing I've seen, but it's definitely the funniest. And um, this guy basically sent me. He on Instagram, right? He didn't even pay to send me this. Ew. And he like messaged me and he was like, he was like, hi, I just, I just want, um, uh, I just want you to laugh at me. And he's basically made Disney characters and then put his micro penis as their nose. But the drawings are actually fairly good, which makes it even worse. What, oh so he, dra he draws around his bobby just with Disney characters? Hang on, hang on. I need to get him on the podcast. Mickey Mouse dick. On honestly. But he... Oh, no, I'm going to be so... Oh, here we go. Okay. So, and he's he's given like a label at the bottom. So this is Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> How small is he? Oh, Becker, man. Do you want me to show you his actual... Oh, it's like a wee first? pig. Yeah. Uh, I'm <laughs> It's like a little butthole. So then, let me show you his actual. How small is his actual but dick? It's yeah. like a... Oh, but there's this is the potato head yeah, guy. <laughs> Sketch. Ah. Uh, yeah. So he draws me pictures and puts his pecker through his nose. Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Let's see the Shrek one. Mike was asking Elsa. Why? Let's Elsa? see the Shrek one. Right. <laughs> um, I have a picture of his dick somewhere. I can't show that online because I'll probably get done for something, but. They were unsolicited, so like, what did he expect? Yeah, it can be anybody. Um, so he puts his willy through the paper and draws a cartoon character. <laughs> Don't show the cat. Love that. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, "My my lovely love heart shaped balls for you." That's the smallest willy I've ever seen yeah. in my life. Yeah. Not that I've seen many willies, but I, I I know what it should look like. Oh, is it? So how old is he? I've no idea. He's sending me randomly on Instagram. Like I don't, I have no idea who he is. He was just like, hi mistress, can you laugh at this? Fucking I laughing at them is my favorite thing to do, but it seems that all men who have micro penises <laughs> like them laughed at. But if you have a micro penis, <laughs> what are you meant to do other than be laughed at? Like you can't just be like, no, it's really big. I promise. That's crazy, isn't yeah. it? So see, when, how can you, how can you look at men like, outside can you and, and like and think that like, because we're all full of shit like i, I will say no. that but how can when the industry you're in the shit that you've been through as well like, mm. how can you 
look at somebody, how can somebody be speaking to you and you think, ah, or do you feel gullible again where it's a possibility or do you just totally guarded with totally seediness? Guarded. Yeah. No, and I feel like as well, when I was younger, or like not even very long ago, but during, like I'm sure you, you've told your daughter, right? You go, no, no, men only want one thing. Like be careful. You go, yeah, I'm like, okay. And then you go, no, no, he likes me. Like he actually likes, no, they fucking don't. They don't. And it's like, Every single man, like when when me and Grace travel alone, right? Was it a fucking parade of them? It was awful. Like the men, it was like there was a man at the desk, and like we were just wanting to go through. We had an hour until we were boarding, right? And there was an issue with our tickets. He was like flexing his muscles on the phone. He was like, he was like being like, oh my god, yeah. So like you have Monzo business, and we we were like just give us the tickets like chill the fuck out his friend came over and they were like doing this just it's just a bit weird and like now every time i come into contact with anyone i'm just like i feel like you know yeah like a bit odd um and i feel like it has ruined my perception of some some men of life yeah yeah there's a lot of married men relationships and your only fans yeah the amount of people but i never know what to say because i'm like like i'm glad you're here but like you should be with your wife it's a form of cheating yeah i i think if i had a boyfriend and i'd found out that they'd got someone else's only fans oh like i would not be happy it's a form of cheating i even messaging girls back on instagram or a girl messaging boys back it's a form of cheating it's an interaction there's no different from a whatsapp message yeah. that but we're living in a day and age where it's acceptable that's why relationships break down so easy yeah. it's too easy to meet somebody it is so and do you know what the other thing is it's very damaging towards uh everyone's mentality guys and girls because with tiktok with instagram you can now see hundreds of thousands of people where it's like where they're gorgeous they're beautiful they face up themselves like they are this level of people so when usually you'd go down to your local pub and you see someone you go they're all right they're nice you know we'll have babies right you can't have that anymore because like everyone's ugly to these hundreds of thousands of beautiful people that are face apped and edited online do you know what I mean? It's scary because the, the amount of fo- the amount of porn and stuff people consume mm. in a day was our fucking ancestors never even seen in a lifetime. No, it's so damaging to the brain. Our phones are so damaging to whatever this amazing thing is we've got yeah. up here, and we just destroy it. It's not even like phones though necessarily. Like when I was in Amsterdam, I went to one of them sex shows because I was like, I really want to see this. It's going to be amazing. Some of them were. And it was like women doing crazy shit and it was great. And then there was like an actual sex scene at the end. I am not shitting you when I say the guy probably had to take a Viagra and he was like, just like fucking her. And the girl was like, (laughs) and she like, the guy was like fucking going. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, we, we had to leave. I was like, this isn't enjoyable. Like I can tell she doesn't like this. Like that's not nice. It was, it that's what i mean like i bet when she first started doing that i was really empowering she was getting loads of money she loved these people looking at her and now it's like fuck do you know what i mean it's like not yeah it's not a turn on anymore it's not no. an attraction but that's anything in life consistency with it can be damaging it can yeah. be boring yeah because change is always important when was the last time you cried 
Oh. Uh, probably yesterday. I'm a crier. I cry everything. That's why I ask. You don't seem it. But even oh. when you're talking about the past and stuff, do you feel yeah. as if you try and be brave about it all? Mm. Which is important, but do you feel as if that yeah, you're guarded I, with a lot of the dark stuff? And yeah. you probably cry at the, the most stupidest thing. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if I was to cry, it'd be like like a full on like breakdown of of a wall that like wouldn't be ready to break down. Like even when um like with my like when my stepmom died and everything, I think that's why I just isolated myself for like six months. I didn't go to any lessons. I like taught myself at home and like I did really well on my GCSEs and then afterwards I was like, I don't want to speak to anyone. Like even now, like I've I've never been a social person, but like I feel like I'm good with people. But like the thought of going out or like going to something every week, like a little club or whatever, where I could like meet people. I'm like, I don't want any friends. Like I, I have enough friends. I have like two or three but I feel like everyone's out to hurt me. So it's like quite difficult to get past that. No, but you can understand that because you mm. have been hurt. Every man that's come into life has fucked you over, especially the ones who should have been there the most. It's not even Your men, father. Though. Like all men, yeah, but like as girls as well, especially in this industry, it's, it, it can be really damaging. I've known quite a lot of girls who are like quite damaged, maybe in their own way, maybe from this industry, but like... It, how they've treated me has been just as bad, if not worse than the men, because they've not had that want of a sexual desire. They're just hurting for the sake of hurting. But hurt people hurt people. Yeah, 100%. Do you understand that? Huh? Yeah. If at a young age, like, you've got to get that right. Like, if they're broken, it's not that they're necessarily bad. It's just all they know. Yeah. It's all they know. And that's the scary thing. And I always say that. But if you're hurt, you, you tend to see anybody that comes around you, you hurt them as well. Yeah. Until you take the reins, until you go and get help, until you mm. try and make changes to then see the world definitely better your life. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing about it. You can fucking make the, the changes to then do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But it takes time. It takes years, man. Like, it's just, so when people are hurting you, male and female, like mm. then how do you, would you just become a recluse from your whole, the whole fucking yeah. existence just sit in your house and make content I don't know like I think at the moment I am but I think that's because I'm in a, a state of like for for a long while I was like in a really bad state of I feel like my friends are like dropping off like flies and I'm like do you know when you see someone with no friends you go but who's the issue do you know what I mean you're like oh why have you got no friends it's like I have friends but I'm usually the person to be like, to wonder that about people. So when my friends are like dropping off like flies, I'm like, mm, am I the reason? Like, am I the bad person? Am I, like, is there something going on that like I can't handle like anything? And um, I think it's like really difficult to come, to come to the conclusion that that isn't the case. And I'm not a bad person. And these things like are happening like they're just not my friends if they're hurting me they're just not my friends it's not anything that i've done it might be letting them in letting them take too much before they've really crossed the boundary and then me saying they don't do that but like I, th I think that's the hardest thing and i think i'll get there i think at the moment it's a bit of a, a bit of a difficult one to not be a recluse but like i think it's just like safer in it sometimes yeah how many subscribers have you got to only fans uh, um like around 10k how much is that a month 
Oh, <laughs> is it all different packages? It it's not not different packages. So like it's twenty five dollars. It's twenty five dollars a month, but like the first month is always half price. Um and yeah, like once you subscribe, you pay that set price, and there's like there's thousands of like media posts and videos and photos and everything you can see and then obviously messages on top of that if it's if it's a a two no if it's a five digit month it's a bad month so ten thousand subscribers 25 quid so if you're making five figures a month it's a bad month mm. and six figures is a good month yeah have you ever made seven figures in a month no i've not i've not had a million million dollar month now it's doable it's doable but then this is the other thing like it's like okay if i was to have a seven figure month like it would be amazing but then would i just want that every month would i just be like chasing this constant high that i'm not gonna get you're already chasing it though yeah i think everyone's constantly the whole point of life is people are looking for that feeling of good like they're looking to oh, be happy we and we like, want to feel accepted yeah but even the men, you'll be manipulating them. Yeah. They know this. You yeah. know it. Is it. See, do you feel that sense that you've got your power back when you can, when you've got so many men who would do anything for you, if you know what I mean? Maybe. Maybe it's like this whole sense of a God complex I'm unaware mm -hmm. of. <laughs> you, you, that's what it's like, yeah. though. Yeah. You've got fucking 10,000 men. You've got an army there, basically. Yeah. Ooh, uh, yeah. yeah. It? <laughs> you've got 10,000 men. Like I say, it's like an army that... Do you have, you've spoken, well you clearly have, but what's your boundaries? I I won't do porn, like full on hardcore porn. Um, I do stuff by myself. I, I obviously because of everything, I have a very interesting relationship with sex. So I struggle with it sometimes i struggle to like make a new video sometimes so like there's been like a few months where i just oh, i won't make one because i'm not in the headspace to like i don't want to pretend that i'm enjoying it like i have to be in a mood to be like oh, okay i can do this now and i don't want to ever do it if i'm not comfortable doing it because what's going to happen is i'll film it it's happened before when i've been with like past management where i filmed it because they've been like we need a new video every week and I filmed it and then a few days later I've gone to edit it and I'll be like, I look so sad. Like I can't, I'm not putting that out. So I, I'm always having to do things when I'm comfortable. Um, and I think the other big thing is like, it's really difficult to remember when you're making the money. But like, say if you have, for example, a hundred grand in a month, right? Say if you were earning 50 grand in the month, is that month... Is, is your quality of life going to be changed with 50 grand less? What were you going to do with that 50 grand? Like, what did you need it for? But then if you have a 25 grand month, are you st are you actually spending 25 grand in that month? No one, I don't know of any fucker who spends 25 grand in a month. Like, I think I have the smallest outgoings ever. Like, I, I spend it on my dogs. What dogs you got? I got, I got two whippets and an Italian greyhound. Just weird fuckers. They're, they're really fast. odd. They're fast, but really odd. Like I've got the Italian Greyhound Piggy is like the weirdest dog you'll ever meet. It's like he's like a, a cat velociraptor thing. Mm -hmm. And um I spend a lot of money on them. I like to travel. Like 
but I did have the conversation with my mum the other day. I was like, I, I, when you're younger, I was like, money would never change me. But I think it does in like really odd ways. And it hasn't changed me in the way that I'm like, and I think I'm better than everyone. And like, no one's at my level. And like, you know, oh, I can't ride on a bus. Do you know what I mean? But I think it's changed me in, in a a way of like, seeing the world more complex and I think it's really interesting when you have a normal job you go oh, I can really work for a promotion or I can I can work for this or I'll be happy if I get this and it's a really odd thing now to be like okay what now like it, it feels like there's almost this tick list of life right so you grow up you get a house you get a dog you get a boyfriend like or a girlfriend or whatever you go on holidays you have kids get married die it's like what the fuck is the point like you gotta just like do whatever you like actually want <laughs> the Wait, Reaper. yeah <laughs> but it's uh, i think people say money changes people it doesn't it just shows them a more they're more under the spotlight because what happens is if you're a good person and you make money mm. and make more money, you're still a good person. Yeah. If you're a wanker and you, and you make money and you're a, you're just a you're bigger a wanker, wanker money. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think people say, oh, you see your true colours. You probably do, but the person's still the same. The money yeah. doesn't change them good or bad. It just, they're still that same person just yeah. with an extra, a bigger car or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Or, like, I know people weigh money and they're good people, but ask them the question, what the fuck's all about? And it's, they don't know either. No. Alfie Best, that billionaire gypsy that still gets up and works every day. Yeah. Says, why should I stop? Yeah, but everyone needs like a purpose. You need a purpose. Like, I, I've recently been thinking like, oh, maybe I need to go and volunteer at like an animal sanctuary or something because I need that like consistency of like a normal life. Like everyone needs it. And it's, it's really hard. Do you know if you say to someone who hasn't got a lot of money, if you had a thousand or like a million dollars or pounds or whatever right now, what would you buy? They'd be like, a house, a really flashy car and a yacht, right? No, you wouldn't. You get to a point where you can afford a yacht and you're like, what the fuck is the point in a yacht? Like, I can't even swim. Mm. Like, it's, it's just a really odd like concept. And it feels like, it feels like now I've got a house that I own outright. I've got two really nice cars, which I'm selling because I'm like, what the fuck is the point in having nice cars? Like, I don't even, I don't like driving. And it's like, I'm living in this like big fancy house that I want to move out of because it feels too big. It's like empty. It's a bit lonely. And then it's like, you, it feels like you've ticked off all the things and then you're, you're being like, okay, well, what now? It's like, you, you've completed this game and then you're at the end bit, whereas there's no more quests to do you're just like in a simulation of being like oh i can just like go around and like spend bits of money it's really odd like you've got to constantly find something that's giving you more yeah, joy you've, it's fucking difficult though because people have not got enough time they've either got to yeah. work get the kids from school make the dinners yeah. clean the house up in the morning and do the same routine so it's hard when you're in that loop yeah 99 of the world are in that loop yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's so hard that like, human beings, as human beings in a whole, are just struggling because yeah. they don't know what the fuck is going on, man. They're just yeah. following the agenda, the rules from the government who genuinely do not give two fucks about you. Like, yeah. See, when you're in this life, then, like, when do you, how can you then separate what's real and what's fake? If you're a recluse and you're doing this shit for 10,000 men following you, and then it's not real. 
No. But and it's your world just now. But how yeah. can you? If it feels real to me, like yeah. like because like that's the world that I live in. Mm -hmm. But I I do find it. I don't. But as a bubble. It is a bubble. Do you understand that as well? Yeah, and I think it, it's really hard to come away from that because, like, say, like I went to see my mum. And then like I've started like a TikTok like vlog channel, right? So just people can get to know me more. And like we were going out and we were feeding the lambs and like that's what I genuinely needed to just make my my act like my childhood heart feel happy again, right? Because mm. my adult heart a bit broken right now because of all the stuff that's happened. So I'm like, oh, I need to go back to my parents' house. I need to like feed the lambs. And I was getting my phone out and I was like videoing it. And my mom's like, why are you doing that? She's like, just be here. And I was like, oh yeah. I was like, oh. So it is, even social media, like even if you don't do OnlyFans, it is just this bubble that you live in of everyone needs to see what I'm doing right now. Like, and it's it's worrying and it's yeah. it's worrying for me, like realizing that I'm doing it because I, I think if I looked at my screen time, ugh, it would be so bad. I'm the same, but then I use the excuse I need it for work. Yeah, so I do I. I don't need to look at every fucking comment. I don't like it, the views I'm pulling in, but I do because I care of how I'm perceived as well. And, yeah. and no matter what I say, no matter how oh, I'm working on ego, I've got pure ego. I'm a control freak, man. I need to, yeah. I'm, I'm a leader, man. I, yeah, I'm, but it's, it's the whole thing yeah. of every single human. I don't care who you are. You, you, All you need is to be accepted and loved by people. Everyone is searching for like the acceptance of people. It's like really odd. When is enough enough? I've not got there yet, so I don't know. I'll tell you when I find out. Yeah, hopefully you do that. Like, your TikTok, how did you get your TikTok popping? Nearly 2 million followers. That's a, that's, a, that's a big fucking number and there's not much. Yeah. You know what you're doing. You're, however, you're playing you're playing the game very well with that. Oh, like, thank you. The sexiness, the, the showing enough to get. It's just mm. perverted. It's just something. Yeah. But you've not got links to your OnlyFans and that. How's, why, why so? So it goes to my Instagram and then there's a link on my Instagram. So it's, it's quite easy that way. But... Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Cause recently, as I say, I've started this vlogging channel and that's mainly going towards girls, right? Because girls are the one who cares about a daily routine or like what you're, what you're doing, doing this activity. Guys don't really care about that. Guys will follow very quickly for like a sexual thing. And I feel like I've spent the past two years perfecting the sexual thing. It's like I could post anything. I know it'll get views. I know it'll get likes. I know it'll get comments because I know how to give that that sexualness of like making a guy want me and like even what to do with my fucking eyes, like like all of it because it's like a whole it's a whole persona. And then when I go on to like my vlogging one and like someone's like left a mean comment, I'm like, that hurts so much more. It's so much more of a deep cut because like that's actually me. Do you know what I mean? Whereas this, when people leave a mean comment about something I'm doing that's sexual, I'm like, oh, whatever, cool. How do you deal with the trolls? Surprisingly, I don't get many. Um, like, I don't know how I've managed it. I've never had that much hate. And like, I think I'm, I've been really lucky that way. I think the, the few times that I've had hate has really badly affected me because I'm constantly looking for that validation, even if I want to like kid myself, like everyone is. And when people, if someone said something and other people have liked that comment or agreed with it, I'm like, oh my God, like, is that an actual issue with myself? Like, like the other day I got called fat and I was like, 
Like I know I'm not fat, right? <laughs> but then I was like, ah, okay, I'll go on a diet. Because like someone else liked it. And I was like, so if two people agree, like, and it's it can be really damaging. That was from one comment. So like, that's not everyone commenting, being like saying the same thing. But I don't know if, like I, I've had quite a few friends who get a lot of trolls. I've had friends who will encourage the trolls because that's how they get more engagement. That's how they get people over to their their other pages. But it's just... But I think with your stuff as well, it's the girl next door, you still got that innocence. Yeah. The sweetness where people are, they'll not say nasty things. Mm -hmm. You've got girls out there who are quite in your face and yeah. there's an energy about it. Yeah. Like you're playing the game to a T, the character that you've built, it's working. But I think that's partly because it is it is me. Like, I feel like whenever anyone meets me, they're like, oh, like... Do you know who you are, though, if I'm honest? Yeah. I'd like to think so. I think I, I know who I am in a personal level. Everything online, to an extent, is a persona. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I think... I think if I was to, like, live alone on like a deserted island for a few weeks i think i'd be like quite happy and content in myself i don't think i'd get like really in my head about like like i don't even know who i am i think it's when i get too far deep into the bubble and caring about the numbers and the money that's when i go fuck like i need to take a step back and i need to like deal with myself how does the only fans work if you're making six figures a month how does it work with tax and all the others that kind of this shady stuff around that? Tax is a fucker. I, I do everything above board because I am terrified of HMRC. Um, and I have got really good accountants. They're, they're really lovely and they, they help with everything. Um, but yeah, tax is like, it's like 20% of your earnings, like, like full stop. And then corporation tax, then self-employment tax, all of it is just... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a fucker. Um, but as I say, I've been like really smart. So I, I give to charities every month. I work with, I'm really close with a few charities. Um, what charity? What do you do? Uh, I work with um, a Korean meat dog charity. And it was actually someone up north. I fostered a Korean meat dog. And like we were just talking and I was like, yeah, I want to sponsor you. So now I give them something every month and they're able to like bring like a bunch of dogs over and I th hopefully the end goal is to create a shelter in the UK that they can come over and decompress before they go into a household. Um, but again, like it's not an owl, but like that's tax free, right? If you if you give however many thousands to a charity, like they, that's fine. Um, what else? I've like since I earned my first 10k, I've put away for pensions ices like i've i've been really smart with my money putting it into properties like i don't think i've been i feel like i've got a good head on my shoulders yeah for a very yeah. young age and everything you've been through you could be sitting here on the fucking crack pipe alcohol yeah. like people thought of it yeah, yeah do you know what i mean like it can yeah. you're too far gone but like you see you've still got your head on yeah. your shoulders which is a good thing it's just the only thing been doing that consistently for another 10 years it's it can be then become damaging i've interviewed enough people to see there's something i'm missing their eyes that yeah i hopefully don't get caught up too much in it like but how does it feel then being only fans millionaire but like, living the lavish lifestyle that like, 
Do you feel good about how far you've come also, especially what you've been through? So I give you credit for that. Like, do you feel good? Yeah. Or do you still feel as if it's not enough or something's not right? I think I... Again, you're, you're always chasing something where the grass is greener. Like, I, I feel good and I'm, like, really proud of myself. Um, and I feel really good about the fact that it's not it's not changed who I am. And, like, when I was younger and I heard anyone struggling, I'd be like, oh, I wish I just had something to give you. And now I can. But, like, it's – you're you're always going to chase, like, if you're fulfilled in a work sense, like, because I'm doing great there. That's fine. Like, I'm really happy. It's like, okay, well, now I've like neglected myself. So now I need to take a step back from then. Like, even if I have a five figure month, like that's not going to affect me. That's fine. Now I can invest more time into myself and make myself happier. And I think it's just finding the balance now that is hard because there's also so much pressure. Like if you're one of the top OnlyFans girls in the UK, right? Everyone like I don't mean below me as in like below me but like everyone who is looking up to you is copying what you're doing so like if you do um fucking spin the wheel or try on haul whatever you can guarantee that every OnlyFans girl in the UK is going to do that if you do a like a professional TikTok so like I think me and Elle were the first ones to make professional TikTok with like cameras and everyone started that do you know what I mean like it's and it's little things but it's constantly finding something new that's the difficult thing and I think it's got to a point now that the new thing is like being you like especially on TikTok what I'm seeing is like the bigger things are the personality things and it's really hard to get there it's really hard to get a following for that because we're like brainwashed to just be sexual and like that's how you get a following but i think like actually having your personality in it is like the next big thing mm -hmm. so how did your relationship with Elle brooks that uh we started working together um in simp squad i don't know if you know what What's that is that? it was it was a girl group of me l rhiannon uh bonnie and daisy drew what was doing? It was like we did OnlyFans, TikTok, YouTube videos, everything. But it was actually like quite damaging. Why? Oh my god! <laughs> like, so we we all got together and we we're all making all these TikToks. We we were making OnlyFans. We did all of this stuff, and it was actually like it, it, like it was really beneficial, like money wise, right? But we were having to get together for a whole week every month without fail to like have enough content and within that week was it a week it was quite a while it was a good like four or five days within that time it was like it was draining like it was a lot of work and I think by like the third month everyone started being compared everyone there was a lot of hate comments um there was a lot of like comparing this girl to that girl the blonde girls to the brunette girls the like it was a lot of stuff like that and then um and then like everyone started putting in what work they were going to get done right so they were like oh well, I'm going to get lipo I'm going to get bbl oh I've just like had my whole face dissolved and I'm going to have it all put back in but differently I'm going to get like 
my teeth done. I'm going to get my bum done. Like, and it was like this one big, it was like getting all of these like personalities that were really big all clashed together and then compared to each other when like OnlyFans girls like are probably like you will not meet an OnlyFans girl who's like no I've had a great childhood and I'm like really happy I just thought it'd be fun like everyone's kind of damaged in their own way right Mm -hmm. and um it was doing that and then putting it in like the most insecure environment that we could have been in so then everyone got mega insecure wanted to change everything about themselves and then yeah it's probably not a good environment have you had any work done no no because i've had Elon, she's had her fanny and that done tits everything yeah it's mad yeah <laughs> it's that it's that industry like it's, it's like i say you've got your head screwed on yeah i would tell you straight you've got your head screwed on you've done the right things you've yeah. been through your misery and pain for the past listen it's life more shit is going to come yeah hopefully not as dark as what has been but yeah it's just the, the fucking circle of life, man. It's a mad, mad roller coaster. Where do you go forward for the future? Like, you're fucking only 22. Like, no, no. But where do you go? What's I, your, have you got plans? you get visions? Like, I, I want to I want to go into property. I want to go get to a point where I, I want a charity. I want I want to get to a point where like... You want to save your dogs, don't you? I, I want to save all animals. Like, Are you I, vegan? I'm vegetarian. Um, I can't give up cheese. I just yeah, it's not about you listen if you're vegan as well there's more fucking animals and insects get killed being vegan and anything like with so the, like palm oil and yeah, shit yeah so it's all people's trying to save the world but you've got to save yourself yeah be, be ruthless and, and, be and also right do you know if like if I'm vegan that's not going to make a difference if I'm if I'm vegan when I have the choice, if I'm vegetarian when I have the choice if you didn't eat red meat for three days out of the week that would make the biggest difference rather than everyone being vegan that would put the world in the opposite direction right like just the same as if everyone ate red meat every single day of their life if everyone was just like more aware of what they eat or where it came from like then it's fine just just be more aware of it like for anybody that's watching because you've been through some dark shit. You're still here smiling. You're still here making dough. Doesn't matter what we say. It does, <laughs> it does ease the pain a wee bit. It a does bit. fucking yeah. ease the pain a yeah. wee bit. Listen, it's not everything, but it does. If you're an alright person, you can enjoy it and yeah. the finer things in life. But for anybody that's maybe went through something that you've went through mm. and it's took you 10 years, and mm. I, I can I, I seen Ella, you were kind of hesitant towards it, I understand. Yeah. It's such a brave thing to do. This will go to the masses so people will understand you. It's not just yeah. all... OnlyFans and speaking to fucking perverts. Sorry for anybody that's <laughs> on OnlyFans, but there's a lot more to you than that. Yeah. I believe this is only the start of an amazing career and an amazing journey that you're Thanks. going to go through. But for anybody that's been in the struggle and maybe too scared to speak out, what advice would you have for them? What's the worst that can happen? Honestly, like the worst that can happen is that you, you will be taken ser- seriously. Someone will take you seriously. And like people will listen people will believe you and it's it once it's out that's the hard thing done and then from there it's just well hopefully you fire up the ass for the other person so. yeah or a bell to the head yeah yeah you know either or which all your your social media links like instagram tiktok only fans for people who want to get involved come and see yeah. you come and have a wee look yeah maybe send you pictures of fucking walt disney whatever <laughs> oh my god please send them yeah cute yeah. that's the enjoyment um yes yeah, so my my instagram is it's emily black um 
my <laughs> if you want come on um my uh i have like a bunch of different tiktoks there's emily black talk it's emily black x like there's a there's a bunch of my only fans is at e-m-b-l-a-c-k just m black emily for coming on a day and telling your story listen massive strength I appreciate you. everything you're doing. Thank you for having maybe me. Maybe the on. only fans and that. Like, maybe you could be doing something a bit more constructive for <laughs> life and later yeah. on. But I believe big things will happen later. Nice. So you've got a kind heart, good soul. But would you like to finish up on anything? Uh, I feel like I. I just want to point out. I feel like I've like made it like seem like the worst thing ever, and I've had the worst life ever. Like I genuinely, I'm very like. I feel like I'm. I'm good. Yeah, I don't want to like come on and be like. Yeah, I'm like the the poor rich girl. Like yeah. I I have a good life. It's happy. Like I know I'm very privileged and I'm like very grateful to everything. So if you've ever subscribed to my OnlyFans or follow me, like I very much appreciate everyone. I don't feel like I'm like hard done by by any means. Yeah, because you don't want to be a victim. No. As much as people can be and we so a lot of people are, it's hard not to so a lot of people can live on it and it yeah. can be dark and they can destroy their whole life and it's totally understandable. But like you say, you don't want to be No hear crying and hear feel sorry if you get it like I get, yeah. everybody deals with different levels of trauma in yeah. different ways so. I don't feel like I am a victim like I feel like bad shit happens to everyone and like regardless of your if you're drowning in a fucking tablespoon of water or a fucking river like you're still drowning like everyone's issues are valid no matter what and like you're fine you will you will get on you tell them listen <laughs> day. wish you nothing but success for the future god bless you and take care Podcast Network.